For the uh, final part of uh, this podcast, we'll be going over a um, archetype or deck spotlight. And for this episode, it would be Lightsworn. And as uh, you already guessed from um, our name, 60 Card Bricks, we are both really huge fan of the Lightsworn archetype. We like to draw five monsters and can do anything in our 60 Card decks. <laughs> uh, yes. So uh, we'll be going over Lightsworn, the uh, mill engine that start everything's up. So Lightsworn was introduced in Light of Destruction pack, which was released May 13 of 2008. It started off very strong with the light monsters, all the light monsters, and not the Twilight Sworn monsters that were introduced later. The deck, as you all know, focused on milling until the uh, introduction of Twilight Sworn, a sub-archetype that mirrored the light Sworn by banishing on top of the deck instead of milling. And the signature monsters are Judgment Dragon and Minerva, which are the two very iconic monsters of our game. Like Judgment Dragon, who who doesn't know it? Yeah. <laughs> Judgment Dragon is, for a long time, was one of the most powerful boss monsters in the game. I think it's, at this point, would you say it's been power crept at this point? Yes. <laughs> it, it has been power yeah. crept because it doesn't have a quick effect on its, exactly. <laughs> on its text. Yeah. And then Minerva, you know, Minerva's Minerva. It's even more iconic because it's a price card. Like yep. Everybody knows it. Everybody wants it, but only a handful fill yep. were, were available. So, mm-hmm. And uh, next we'll be going over the uh, meta history. So um, I guess we'll take like one period as a time. Yep. All right. So starting in 2008, the archetype started in, started out pretty strong because it had Raiko and Celestia, oh. <laughs> which, Nostalgia. which were which both had very powerful um, removal effects, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you know, yes, they're pretty slow and not as powerful today. Yeah, they're really slow right now. But like Raiko, when this flip pop one, mill three, Celestia. Pop 2, mil 4, that's yeah. like insane back yes, then. Yes, exactly. And you combine that with a very powerful boss monster in, in Judgment Dragon and obviously Wolf and Jane. In that format, I mean, that's... You have you just have so much utility there. You have the removal, you have the just sheer attack power, mm-hmm. and then you have the boss monster to fig- finish it off. We think of the these things as slow at that point, mm-hmm. but... Then that was pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. Also, the introduction of Lumina. Like, yes. Like monster revival was like strictly like it's just monster reborn back then, basically. Exactly. But now you have a a monster that a can monster that can revive. Mm-hmm. And then, like back then, I'm pretty sure people knew about the Lumina loop as well. Yes. So like you can swarm the field really easily. And for the um, for the listener who doesn't know what Jane does, because he's so power crap right now, <laughs> he is a level 4, 1800 attack. And his effect is he gains 300 attack in the de- if he's attacking. So that is a 2100 beater that can be normal summon, which is amazing at that point. 
Also, one more thing that kind of is underrated is Aaron, the Light Swan monk. She's yeah. 1700, but her good effect is that she just, when she attacks a face down uh, monster, mm-hmm. she can return it immediately to the deck. So it's not triggering flip effect, yeah. which is huge at that, which, like, at that time. Exactly. Again, at that time, flip effects were actually like a thing. <laughs> so Flip effect <laughs> battle traps. Yeah. So it was a way to kind of avoid those kind of things. And it was definitely one that uh, you would at least play a copy <laughs> uh-huh. in your deck at the time, especially when we get a little more support in Duelist Genesis, which gave us Charge of the Light Brigade oh. and Light Sworn Saber. Charge of the Light Brigade, I mean... Everybody knows this card. Yeah. On the ban list at one for like five so years, from March 2010 <laughs> to April 15. And finally moving to... After that, it's moved to Semilivit, and finally, just one year ago, it's at three. Like... The period of being in the ban list was seven years. That that's how strong and ridiculous the card is. It, you know, and the fact that like the milling is the cost, and it's like most of the time that's what you want anyway. It's just, the card is so dumb. Like um, you don't care if you get ash. Like yeah, you'd exactly. be like, please, even today, you, please yeah, exactly. ash this. And then light light sword and saber, another card that's definitely been power crept at this point. Oh yeah, but like. But at the yeah. yeah. Well, not a yeah. lot of people know, like, not a lot of people, right, like, play nowadays know this, mm-hmm. but, like, when it's, it's an equip spell that uh, can only be equipped to a Lightstone monster, and the equipped monster gains 700 attack, which, at the time, huge. And, I mean, 700 attacks for equip, even nowadays, is still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But the good thing about it is that when it gets milled from the deck, you can equip it to a Lightstone monster. <laughs> this makes your Lumina a 1700 level 3 that can... That if you're not getting rid of next turn, you can get way more advantage out of her. And it's just amazing as a one of or two of. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Lightsworn, it wasn't the best deck, obviously, mm-hmm. at that time. But um, because, you know, Teladad yeah. and, <laughs> you know, yeah, um, and Teladad. Gladiator, Glad Beast. Mm-hmm. But it, it was just... It was definitely, Even for Lightsworn, like, yes. those decks were too fast. Like, yeah. card of save return. Draw one every single Return. time. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why it's bad now. <laughs> and, like, Teladad with its Synchro Madness, just get yeah. three Dark Monster, and then you can special te- uh, Dark Arm Dragon. Oh, Teladad. <laughs> and then, oh, my gosh. No, the um, We thought Lightsworn was fast, but Gladiator Beast gave us, like, Test Tiger. I don't know if, like, a lot of viewers, uh, a lot of listeners would uh, know this, but Test Tiger is a special summon from hand, which take the role of a... Glad Beast monster. Mm-hmm. So you can go for Geyseris, uh, Geyseris first turn and pop two cards. Not even Lightsworn could do that. You have still have to wait a turn for the um, for the Celestia, yeah. or you get super lucky with Solar Recharge uh, and Charge. But yeah, those are just very fast decks. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Moving on to the next era, we have 2009 yes, and the Rise uh, of Twilight. Yes, this is this was my deck back then. Like yes, Twilight, <laughs> not not as the meaning of Twilight Sworn, like people know today, but Twilight as in light with dark. Mm-hmm. And as the name suggests, you would play the Light Sworn uh, engine uh, with a dark monster that benefits from being in the graveyard, like um, Plex, Plex Spreader Zombie. Uh, like uh, the um, Blackwing, uh, like the Blackwing monster, and then you can normal the um, 
the level two Blackwing to make immediately a level six synchro. Yep. All of that to take advantage of uh, Chaos Sorcerer, which were uh, recently unbanned to two. And Chaos Sorcerer back then was a legit boss monster because you get once per turn remo- removal of a boss monster. It's easy to summon with the, the style of the deck because it's a one light, one dark. And of course, Judgment Dragon is still a ter- terrifying boss monster, especially because back then we still have a thing called Ignition Effect and Priority. And for the, again, for the viewer, uh, for the listener who doesn't know, um, the Ignition and Priority means that uh, you all, the turn players always get to use the effect before the um, before the opposing player can chain anything. So imagine if um, your opponent has a uh, bottomless trap hole set and then you special Judgment Dragon and then you set turn player priority, you set pay a thousand to destroy every single card in the field, your opponent will not have the timing to activate bottomless trap hole because the timing of the summon is already gone, and then Judgment will just clear the field. So that's why Judgment was super strong back then. This uh, version of Light Swan Twilight had great success as it catapults the archetype to become one of the best deck of the year, uh, winning, topping multiple Shonen Jump Championships, which is the uh, equivalent back then of today's uh, YCS, Yu-Gi-Oh! Championship Series. And now we move on to the, the 2010, the dark period. <laughs> yes, uh, Charge and Lumina were both limited. Obviously, that takes away um, the power being Lumina and the consistency <laughs> being Charge. Uh, Lightsworn, I mean, Lightsworn remained relevant because uh-huh. milling is always going to be a powerful tool. Uh-huh. It and remains at a very at, at, as an okay rogue option. Yes. Yeah. It did remain relevant even in this, as you call it, dark period. But then the infernity, the infernity deck, and especially with infernity barrier, kind of just destroy blew it out everything. Of the water. <laughs> blew everything out of the water. A, a, a solemn, a, a almost solemn judgment with, with just like there's a cost, but like you always will have infernity on your field. Like it's a, it's a. It's an Omni Negate that is searchable at three. Who can place through three Solemn Judgment? It's... <laughs> yeah, that's... Not fair. Yeah. And the Dark Period extend <laughs> from 2011 to 2013 because uh, more new stuff are being out. And of course, knowing Konami, like, mm-hmm. it, it's a tradition to power creep everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, we did get new support in 2014, which brings us probably the uh, the face of the main deck right now, uh, Raiden. <laughs> yes, uh, came out in a structure deck, I believe. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was a it's a level four tuner, 1700 attack, and just it it was was it the first light sword monster that could mill just during the main phase and not during yes. the end phase? Yes, it, it's it still is with Minerva. Yeah. Um, which just, I mean, that took, uh, Lightsworn was already relatively, like, I mean, for that time, for the time it came out, it was pretty fast. This brought it to another level of Mm -hmm. speed. And obviously, Dragon Rulers were a thing around that time as well. So this combined with Dragon Rulers, uh, which everything combined with Dragon Rulers, 
then of course you get later that year you get Eclipse Wyvern, which just adds to the whole Dragon Ruler variant of the Lightsworn thing, and it made Judgment Dragon searchable. Yes, uh, for the uh, I know you play Chaos Dragon, so it, yes, you would be the better one to explain its effect. Uh, basically, when um, Eclipse Wyvern is sent. To the graveyard. Is mm -hmm. it sent from deck to graveyard or just sent, uh, to, just the sent to the graveyard? When Eclipse Wyvern is sent to the graveyard, you banish a level 7 or 8 light or dark dragon type monster. And then when Eclipse Wyvern is banished from the graveyard, you add whatever monster you banish with its effect to your hand. Yes. So basically, you will banish a Judgment Dragon and then you would so use good. the. Um, you would use the lights. Uh, the Dragon Rulers to banish it from the graveyard and then you have. To Judgment Dragon in your hand. It's it's very good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, very, very good. And I think even though the um, the priority was removed from the game then, Judgment Dragon was still relatively really good mm -hmm. because it's an um, it's uh, comparable to Excited Knight, which mm -hmm. is, you know, yeah. it's just very good. <laughs> yeah, and I... Obviously, like you said, I did play uh, Chaos Dragons, which there were definitely variants of that that relied more on the Light Sworn side of things as well. So that's definitely something to keep in mind, too. All right, moving on to the 2015-2016 era. The Annihilation of Dragon Rulers. Um, when Dragon Rulers finally kind of made their way fully onto the ban list and uh, faded into history, the... Lightsworn faded with them, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, having charge, charge did go back to two, which uh -huh. certainly helped, but it just wasn't quite enough. It, it was just a sign from Konami, um, like, give us another charge, because they know, like, it wouldn't do too much. Yeah. And I still don't know why they so would long. wait yeah. so long for three, but, you know. We did get the Minerva that year, though. Yes. Uh, well... We got... We got the introduction. We didn't get the card. Yes. <laughs> yeah, on August 30 of that year, the uh, Minerva Exalted Lifesform was introduced as a prize card for yep. YCS. Uh, ultra Rare and Super Rare. With Raiden is the only monster in the... There are uh, Yeah, other... Curious, yeah. Yeah. With Curious. Uh, also with Curious. But, um, so those three... Uh, yeah, with those three are like the one that you can mill in the main phase. Mm -hmm. And she's really nice because she mills three, not two. And her uh, the second part of that effect is that if you mill a Lightsworn monster, you would draw a card. Generates advantage. Yeah. I've seen AJ milling three and draw three. Against against you even, yep. if I remember it correctly. Yep. Ah, that must feel that... good. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. She, m mills three, and then, of course, when it's destroyed, it also... Uh, Kind of, I mean, it mills three when it's destroyed, and then if it hits Lightsworn monsters, it destroys cards mm -hmm. and doesn't target, and it's just insane. Yeah. The, the, it's just a good card. <laughs> yes, and the introduction alone actually brought back like 40 50, or 50 card Lightsworn, but then, Everything as we changed. all know, like we need Minerva to play it, and I, like I, I only knew like JY Sharif, who like actually. Uh, the lights one legend yeah. JY Sharif actually um, bought, like had the card and played the lights one version to top some regional back then. But uh, overall, like the deck 
didn't really do too much. I mean, look, it was so important. It became so important to the strategy that it became basically known as Minerva Swarm. Yes. Uh, it's just like that, uh-huh. you know, uh, even even with the so, so little access, that's what it became. Like, it was Minerva Swarm. It wasn't even Light Swarm. It's just the card was so important. But we rejoice on yes. 2017. A year ago. Oh, how is it only a year ago? And it's oh, okay. Well, we're gonna. We're, I'm gonna get my feelings on this uh, section here. Yep. So we have the introduction of that grass looks greener, and it changed. It basically changed Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that grass looks greener. Basically, uh, okay. Obviously, the ma- the minimum amount of cards you can have in the deck is forty. Mm-hmm. The maximum is sixty. Nobody since or the early early days of the game have ever come close to playing sixty until that grass looks green, greener came out. Uh-huh. It changed the way people deck build. Yeah. Basically, if you don't know, if you for somehow don't know what this card does, it basically mills cards from the top of your deck so that you have the same amount of cards in your deck as your opponent. Yeah. 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 So it basically gave you the flexibility and kind of gave some variance to the game where people were playing 60 card decks just so they could draw into grass, mill 20 cards, and just go off. Yeah. Um, as I as I like to say, like modern Yu Gi Oh is the graveyard is basically the second hand. Yes. And with the release of grass at three at that time, like. Every single strategy that is graveyard reliance just got a big boost. Like mm-hmm. uh, Paleozoic, uh, Lightsworn, uh, BA. Like it, it, it was just a, it was just grass basically for for a long time. And then of course it did get limited like soon after. Yes. Not not too long after. Now, but the another thing to add on to this is I think grass is very important to mention in tandem, especially. When I started arguing about why grass shouldn't be banned, grass needs to be mentioned in tandem with Fairytale Snow. Definitely, the the infamous Fairytale duel. Snow banishing seven cards from your graveyard or on the field or, or in your hand, hand technically, mm-hmm. um, to summon it and then Book of Mooning something. Not not a once per turn, not, not a once per chain. Yeah, as, insane as we know, uh, not once per chain. Um, it's just. Th- Fairytale Snow, to me, is the real problem here. I don't think grass... The great debate, grass or snow. Yeah. I think we both agree that the OCG has it right with grass at three and snow snow at one. Yes. So that that became, obviously, those two cards together just turned into, I mean, 60-card bricks. Yes, as we all know, as we all know. Yes. Uh, Obviously, it becomes more 60-card bricks uh, once grass does get limited, but just because uh, of the release of Minerva, and yes. we actually have access to it, July two thousand seventeen, Secret Rare and Battle Legends Light Revenge. Yes. Everybody rejoice. Yes, the sixty card variant of this deck. The funny thing is, like, it's a light sworn deck. People it... are really mad about this, which I mean, I guess I understand, but like, it's also very light sworn centric. Yes, and, but still. Uh, the engine is just way too small in a 60-card deck that people don't like to call it being light sworn because some people were playing yeah. three charge, two Raiden, or like, and three Wolves, or like some like J.Y. Sharif believes in recharge in 60-card, which I don't know how. I don't know why. But that man said it's statistically correct, and I still don't know why. <laughs> it opens up the light sworn to be a mill engine, 
in a 60 card deck to take advantage of even though one copy of grass uh, mm -hmm. being supported by three copies of uh, left hand offering. Yep. Um, and then obviously charge came back to three. Uh -huh. And then curious. Very, uh, very big card. Very that card big. is insane. Uh -huh. uh, curious. I, I can read this. Yeah, if go I can. for it. Uh, link three, 2400 attack light. Three monsters with the same attribute but different types. If this face-up card is destroyed by battle or lifts the field because of an opponent card effect while its owner controls it, you can target one card in your graveyard, add it to your hand. Like, that's already is absurd enough. <laughs> yes. It's one card, not monster card. One card. Adding soul charge. Game. <laughs> you can only use each effect, each following effects of Curious, the Life One Dominant, once per turn. If this card is Link Summon, you can send one card from your deck to your graveyard. Hello. One card. Okay. Again. <laughs> Lavavo Chain. <laughs> Insane. So stupid. <laughs> but Konami did make it did did make it right by having the very uh like it's a high restriction on actually summoning the card because you need yeah. three monsters. Uh, if it was just two monsters, oh boy, this card would be so broken. <laughs> and finally, if this card if a card is sent to from your deck to your graveyard by an effect, send the top three cards of your deck to the graveyard. This is like the um, this is like the effect of the Twilight Sworn. If mm -hmm. the Light Sworn effect goes off, they would go off also. But this is more, what's the word, flexible, since it it can be anything. A foolish burial, you can send the top. You can trigger curious, and curious itself can can trigger curious. Curious, curious yeah. yeah. So essentially, on summon, you're sending four cards to the grave. One purposely, one uh -huh. or three randomly. I've always laughed when people go over my curious. Because I would, it would be a search for soul charge. People didn't know, but like Tragic. I was having fun. <laughs> I also, I was also going to be zero, uh, three zero during the regionals that we went to, uh, if I had remembered to call my chainlink on curious mm -hmm. for soul charge, but I didn't, and I lost that game to uh, Yosenju Kaiju, and I'm still pretty mad about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so th this deck basically just evolved into, because of grass being limited, you know, you had to play the left arms mm -hmm. and obviously you started to play other things to basically turbo out Brilliant Fusion because Brilliant Fusion is also very powerful in the deck. Yes. And the way to do that obviously is the plant engine. Yes. The plant engine. The benefit of. Uh, the added benefit of CC card is that it actually reduced the brickiness. True. Uh, you don't have to... <laughs> okay, so the plant engine. So you have three Lone Fire, Blossom, three Scorpio, three Scorpio uh, obviously one discard fodder. Then you summon your the other Predator plant. It searches you Brilliant Fusion. You overlay and do... Um, it makes you Invoker. Invoker. Invoker summons Thousand Blades. Then you... Link Mrs. Radiant. Link to Mrs. Radiant. Activate Brilliant. Brilliant uh, resolves, and you send Trick, uh, Clown. Trick Clown, and obviously Garnet summons Seraph Knight. Trick Clown summons itself. Thousand Blade summons itself, and then you basically have a couple of options. <laughs> a lot of options. <laughs> you have a lot of options. You and have the war because you have another extra normal summon. Yes, you have a normal summon. You have two level fours on field. You have the material to go into Curious if you wanted to. And one extra link zone also. Yep. It, it, there's just so many different routes you can go at that point. And it honestly depends on the variant you're playing. Yeah. Like uh, Minerva, Curious, 
Shoryuja. I think that's like the the three most like. Yep, Shoryuja is an option too. Uh-huh. Or um, like you can just normal summon um, uh, the zombie engine. Yes. You normal summon. Um, why am I forgetting? Solitaire. Solitaire to get uni zombie, and then yep. you just fuse. Uh, you just sink for um, Omega immediately with the level five and level three, and then you can easily like triple Omega that turn. Yep. Uh, which is uh, quite good. And then, obviously, there's another variant, which is the Dino variant. And Dino, I am an advocate for the Dino engine in this deck because you can go in on the zombie plays as well. That's an option. You can um, do some synchro summoning, but also you get to end on an ultimate conductor Tyranno. Which is an absurd card. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, basically, you would the easiest way to do it is you summon the Curious... Then you send overtext. Yeah. yeah, overtext adds uh, double evolution. Double activate double evolution. Summon out um, ultimate conductor mm-hmm. or another overtext, depending on which route you wanted to go. Yeah. Sometimes I would say that first turn uh, overtext on field is not a bad thing. Well, myself, I like the zombie omega spam better because mm-hmm. uh, I think that getting cards out of your opponent's hand is always the most optimal play of viewing going uh, of playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Like what we're doing now with Gamblar and Goki. True. Back then, some extremists would play three Omega and just... Your opponent would just be playing with three cards. Yep. But uh, I only play two, but yeah, ending with... Omega. <laughs> and ending with ending with two Omega is still very good because yeah. you have two 2,800 beaters that dodges everything that the opponent can do. Recycles while, your Mizuki. While yeah. also recycling and uh, ripping cards out of your opponent's hand. It's crazy. Which is very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fun deck, fun deck. So where do we stand today? Uh, grass is banned, um, unfortunately, which leaves us where with a very interesting uh, set of options if you still want to play this deck. Mm-hmm. There's the 40-card Minerva Turbo, uh, Minerva Pass, as yes, you can say. Yes, Minerva Pass. You, you, you win with, like, hand traps in your hand, and yep. uh, you're trying to just fill the grave with uh, for snow to do its job. So yep. It's simple, but... Um, kind of a control it, version of it, yeah. it. It loses to less hand trap than the full-blown version, which... <laughs> you know, yes. You still I, advocate. I Look... The thing is, and this this is my argument, and I know there's a lot of people who would just say, that's stupid, why would you do that? I say you can still play the 60-card variant of this deck. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, when you're playing the 60-card version of the deck with one grass and the left arms, a lot of the time, you're... Most of the time, you're resolving the plan engine. Yes. You're not resolving grass the majority of your games. Mm-hmm. You're resolving the plan engine the majority of your games. Grass is like the uh, the backup when you get hand trap on the plan. Exactly. So I I still think that game the game plan's still there. It's still like an option in the deck. It's still the option in the deck. Now you just don't have that backup plan, quote unquote. Which my thought process is, look, it was a four-card engine before because you played the three left arms and you played the grass. You can just throw in some omega or throw in some gammas in there, and then there you have extra hand traps to mm-hmm. combat your opponent. Um, and and also, gamma still has great synergy in that deck because there's so many things that trigger off or that uh, activate their effects by tributing themselves and get them off the field. So you know, if they ash your solitaire, if they ash your lone flyer. 
you're still in an okay place if you have Gamma in your hand. Mm -hmm. So I, I still think the deck is playable at 60 cards. As yeah. silly as that sounds without grass. Yeah, I can definitely see that. But then uh, it's also much more fragile. Yes. Since, if you get hand trap, your, your turn just stopped. That's why I'm, I'm like, I'm more of a safe faction where if I get hand trap in my Minerva Swan, at mm -hmm. least I can make a Minerva and yeah. then I have the... Um, I, I have the opportunity to mill three cards and maybe pop some cards yeah, from your opponent with that. Yeah. And uh, again, <laughs> we have to shout out to our boy AJ. We love you. <laughs> but he's playing a 45 cards Light Sworn ABC. As when he goes off, he goes off. Yes. I got I to gotta say that. He ends with like maybe sometimes double ABC and um, Skull Dread and Minerva, which is amazing feel. Sometimes he decked out himself. Uh, he did that to me once. I won, and I didn't even do a lot because he decked himself out playing 45 cards, just milling. And sometimes he breaks horribly. But it's still a version, and it's still quite viable, like knowing the track record of AJ. So yeah. shout out to you, bro. There you go, AJ. <laughs> What are some tech cards that you, if you, if you, if there is somebody interested in playing the deck, what are some tech cards that oh, yeah. you recommend? Glassworn is actually a quite a good deck to get in, like for beginners to actually get into. I've definitely taught somebody playing Glassworn before because it 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 involves so many uh, aspects of the game, like milling, and you have the rank four for exceed. You have the synchro in. Uh, Michael, mm -hmm. and then you have the link in Curious. Basically, there's everything, a bit of everything there. Um, and very importantly, the resource management with snow. Like, you only get some, an X amount of snow, you better snow correctly. Mm -hmm. And a, a correct snow can actually win you the game, like, like we have been playing. For the tech cards, th these are some s quite silly ones. Two out of three, I have to shout out again to my boy AJ. He's the innovator. He's the one that plays interesting cards. So the first one, Light Sworn Judgment, it's a trap card. Place uh, its effect. Place this card on top of the deck. So if you draw it, it's a minus one, which is pretty bad. But the second effect, if this card is sent from the deck to the graveyard by a Light Sworn Monster effect, you can add one Judgment Dragon from your deck to your hand. So like how we said about the Light Sworn Rulers, mm -hmm. searchable Judgment Dragon, it... I honestly don't know how it would fare in this meta, but Judgment Dragon is still a very good card. Mm -hmm. 1,000, blow up the field, 3,000 attack, easy way to summon. My concern is that you need four Lightsworn, uh, unique Lightsworn name in the graveyard to special, which can be hard to, to actually do if you don't play enough in your deck. But we also have Minerva and Curious from... Uh, the extra True. deck, so True. and curious, like can send this card and immediately get the Judgment Dragon. So it is a interesting card that um, I might be citing going first uh, in, like, uh, yeah, to just uh, try to get Judgment Dragon into my hand as a um, follow up play for the next turn. The second card, Needlebug's Nest, another minus one, but its effect is to send the top five cards from the deck to your graveyard. I think it's actually, it has a place in Minerva Sworn where you hmm. don't really bank on a, an explosive first turn to make like Curious, uh, Omega, 
but you just you just play normally with hand traps in your hand and uh, a Minerva, mm-hmm. Minerva pass, of course. If you saw this going first and you saw it, it's six extra card for snow, which sometimes can can be really really good. Chainable. Yeah, chainable also. Uh, so you can bait out uh, like back row removers, and um, if your turn is if your opponent like it's not doing. It's not life-threatening. You can wait to the graveyard. Uh, you can wait to the end phase. Do this, and then you will get the full effect from all your wolf. Mm-hmm. So I think this is very niche, but also quite okay. And uh, the last one, do you want to do it? <laughs> Fiend comedian. Yeah. All right. Fiend comedian. <laughs> Toss a coin, or it's a tr- normal trap card. Toss a coin and call it. If you call it right, all of your opponent's cards in the graveyard are removed from play immediately. If you call it wrong, send a number of cards equal to the number of cards in your opponent's graveyard from the deck to your hand. Or from the deck to your graveyard, excuse me. Okay. I just want to say that this card is so old. First of all, it has removed from play in its name. Yes. <laughs> and it's a, it is card yeah. effect. And second of all, I'm looking at it. It's released on t- in 2003. That is insane. <laughs> and it's actually... I don't want to say it, but pretty legit in some matchup. Yeah. Some some matchup where uh, the light sword mirror is very funny with this. <laughs> it's it's weird. Uh, yes, the light sword mirror definitely. Uh, it's just it's like you want to call it wrong. <laughs> you, you don't care if you call it right though, because it's still very yeah. good banishing everything. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I, I guess it depends on it depends on the deck you're playing against because some decks I'm, they don't really care but there are a lot of decks that this would definitely impact mm-hmm. in a major way so uh shout out to my boy quinn he <laughs> reminded me of this card uh, like two days ago and i and i just put it in here because it it's clowny but it's good it's funny um, do you have any wish list wish list for like the band list or like any support that you would want to see because this is definitely a uh a very uh, a legacy archetype. Like yes. Everybody knows Light Sword. So it will get support in the future. Yes. Obviously, Grass coming back would be amazing. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon, unfortunately. But that's just... I, I just... I love the 60-card variant of this deck, and I want it to be competitive and legitimate. Painful choice to one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Like, if that happened, I'd probably be playing oh. Chaos Dragons, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> or six cents to one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, none of these things are ever going to happen. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I just like to see more, like, main deck monster that can yes. actually mill that in the main phase. Well. Yeah. Like, you, uh, Raiden is, like, it doesn't have to be, like, OP like Raiden. But, yeah, like... Either that or a level four that can special summon itself. That would be for great. the deck, yes. just to make Minerva like very consistently. Exactly. And uh, also, please do not make it a beast warrior, because we have Wolf and we have Felice and we need different types so that we can make curious. Exactly. <laughs> the amount of time where I have two Felice and a Wolf is frustrating. <laughs> I still had to go into Minerva. Ugh. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, but yeah, I 
that's basically all I got. I mean, grass is my biggest wish for <laughs> this deck. And like you said, I think there's a couple of main deck monsters that they could use, but grass is all I really need or like, in my um, life. Or like a spell version of uh, Needlebug's Nest, which might be OP. True, yeah. <laughs> it's a minus one, but you get to mill cards. Yeah. So it's like, it, it has to be more than charge. Because if not... If you're not searching. Actually, if it's three, will you still play it? I think I would still play it. Maybe. Uh, I, definitely, are you playing that def on top of three charge, though? Like, yeah, definitely on my Minerva Swarm. Because especially if it's not once per turn, I'd play three. Because I don't actually care if you go minus one. You just want to set up your grave. Yeah. So, but Maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's definitely an option. I, I don't know. I, I just... The deck's in such a weird place right now without grass. I don't want to play the 40 card version. <laughs> I know. You're like, yeah, you're a combo player. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for this episode. And we'll be back. See you next time. <laughs>